What's going on, world? Welcome, everybody, to another podcast, another Ankle Biters podcast, where this is college football centered, centered around college fantasy football, ready to do this thing again, even though we are brand new. I am your host, Tony, a.k.a. Farnsworth, joined by my guy, Owens. What's going on, man? What it do? You hollering, what's up, before I even introduced him? Say, <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, man, that's, that's what college football do, man. Keeps you ready. It, keep, it, does, it does do that. It does do that. I've got to restart my pad right now. I'm trying to watch this Notre Dame game. And for some reason, it froze up on me. But Louisville is looking... Uh, completely different than than what everybody expected, and I was telling degrees. you, yeah, I was telling you that Jawan Pass is going to look different, right? You did not believe me, nope. Lo and behold, what do we see? Man, you know it's like that with a lot of these players. Man, I don't believe it until I see it. <laughs> well, his deal is, man, he started out looking good. But it's kind of went downhill since then. Notre Dame is, you know, kind of settled in and they're kind of flexing them, flexing their muscles right now, man. Yo, Ian Book struggling though, uh, kind of. I mean. Yeah, that's your guy. No, he used Book. to be my guy. <laughs> <laughs> you threw him away like a piece of trash. <laughs> yeah, let somebody else deal with it. <laughs> you was trying to sell me that he was going to throw it all over the field. <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. You know, they, yeah, I had to, you know what, you know, I believed it and uh, I was ready to see it, but I am not seeing it tonight against Louisville. Yeah, well, Louisville looks different, man. They look prepared, right. especially on defense, man. They look, look, they look very, very prepared. I am shocked at how sound they're playing on defense as opposed to what they looked like last year, a total right. dumpster fire last year. Mm. But anyways, man, we had a great week in college football, man. This is the yes, we did. end of five days straight college football, man. You know how we get down. That's our deal. That's our thing. We love college football, and the fantasy just makes it that much more better, that much more intriguing and interesting. Action-packed weekend, man, we have. All kinds of upsets going around, man. You had nail biters. You had FCF teams, uh, FCS teams had some, you know, some of those power five F, uh, FBS teams on the ropes. You know, uh, one comes dog to mind fights. immediately. Dog fights, man. One comes to mind immediately, Iowa State. What is the deal with Northern Iowa trading body shots? With a power five team, you know, picked to to po- <laughs> possibly be in the Big Twelve championship game. Mm, Still toe to toe with them. Yeah, man. What they go into overtime? Right? They went in overtime, didn't they? Man, had them on the ropes, man. Had them, had them crying and whining and <laughs> 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 looking around. 
yeah. looking around for help. Like, somebody come help us with this little team. Not only that, man, <laughs> you had some of those teams giving those, you know, Power Five teams hell, man. man uh, Georgia, yes. Georgia State, you know, beating up on Tennessee like that. Man. That was a shocker. Mm-hmm. You know. We're going to take this $950,000 check and a win. And we're gonna whoop that tail. <laughs> we're gonna whoop that whoop that tail and take your money. Man, and take your money. And brag about it. And brag about it on your field. <laughs> Man, you had UAB struggling with Alabama State. You had Minnesota mm. struggling with South Dakota State. Struggling. I mean, you had all these little teams, man, coming in here, you know, pretty much saying, you know, you know, we ain't we ain't laying down no more, man. Of course, we coming to get that money, but we gonna we gonna we gonna put a knot on that head too before we leave out of here. Man, San Diego State struggling with Weber State. What is What's that? up with your boy Jawan Washington struggling oh, like that, man? Man, listen, I'll get into that a little bit later. We'll talk about that a little later. Okay, okay. <laughs> man, yes. that, that was that was shocking. That's gonna be on that. That's one of my I, I wish. That's going to okay. be one of my I wish. Oh, wow. Can't wait for the I wish segment. Stay tuned for that. Because <laughs> I got a couple myself up my sleeve. I got some steam to blow off of some cats, man. You got uh, you tell it. Man, yeah, man. You had Central Arkansas beating Western Kentucky. Not that Western Kentucky is a team to be thought of as this, you know, not even close to being uh, – you know, relevant, but still, man, you got an FCS team just absolutely putting right. it on Western Kentucky. I mean, just well, they, I think, I think they had them down twenty eight fourteen, man, and they scored uh, twenty one unanswered, I believe, in the fourth quarter. Central Arkansas right. went on a twenty one nothing run in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I think, I think, I think these teams need to take into consideration. More, you know these these first games with with the quote unquote East Popcorn States of the world. You know, you take these guys a little more serious. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at these scores right now. Iowa State and Northern Iowa went into three overtimes. That's 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 sad. That's that's you gotta you gotta you gotta reconsider uh, the rankings, man. I mean. When you look at it, this team's supposed to be a contender in the Big Twelve, right. and you're struggling with you're struggling with this team. Like I, mean, I know the, the Big Twelve got some high power offenses, no doubt. So I mean, if you if you you letting this team get put all these points on you, what you think the Big Twelve was going going to do to you? Man, the fact of the matter is, it just wasn't that it was a shootout. You know, it was twenty nine to twenty six in three overtime. So there was some sloppiness, you know, to the full going on. And I understand that because the college game doesn't have preseason games. You know, they have fall camp. Uh, you know, coming in after the summer, and uh, it's quoted is really summer camp. They call it fall camp. You know, they got spring football. Uh, and they come in and work out during the summer. Then they have fall camp, and and it's and it's ready to go, man. You know what I mean? They don't have four preseason games like the NFL to get people ready, which is why I was so, you know, uh, last week when Florida and Miami was playing, I was trying to get everyone to calm down about how bad the football may have looked. It was the first game, and you have these two teams that are really 
good on defense. Both of them are very athletic, very fast. Mm-hmm. They know each other. And so there's 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 going to be some sloppiness in that first game because, you know what I mean? They're they're antsy. They've been talking all off season. They've got something to prove, and nobody's wanting to give. And so you're going to have the sloppiness that you saw in that game, which is what you see in some of the uh, some of the rest of these games. You see a bunch of sloppiness going on. Mississippi and Memphis, fifteen to ten. <laughs> <laughs> right. These are supposed to be some high-powered run up and down the field. You got Rich Rod on one side. You got Mike Norvell on the other side. I mean, Patrick Taylor did his thing. Where was my man Scotty Phillips, man? I put him in the game in our home league, and, you know, unfortunately, well, very fortunate for me that I didn't didn't need him to go off. But had I did, I probably would have got beat. Well – this is a thing that I've, I've noticed um, a lot of uh, freshman quarterbacks is starting uh, this year in college football. Right. And so I think these, these teams is coming in and saying, okay, you know, we're going to make this guy beat us. So we stack the box, take away, especially got a good running back. You know, you're looking at, at um, some of the good running backs, man, uh, your boy Scotty Phillips. We're going to make old uh, Corral beat us. Right. So – you know, I think that that was a situation not just with him, but with a couple of other guys. That's a good uh, way to look at that. Fortunately, mm-hmm. for, uh, for Auburn, it worked out. Uh, for uh, Arizona State, worked out. And you got some of the other you know, North Carolina, you got Sam Howell out there. Right, right. Yeah, it did. Right, worked out for him. So, um, but uh, for the most part, I, mean, I think they just saying, hey, you, it's your first year. We want to see what you got, what you made of. You have to beat us. We ain't gonna let this guy. Okay. okay what so. about Arkansas? They don't have a freshman quarterback. They <laughs> struggle with Portland State. They got Ben Hicks out there. He's been playing college football for a decade. <laughs> I swear this guy done had like five waivers. I don't know how he. This guy still playing college football, Man. but you know they barely won over Portland State, twenty to thirteen. <laughs> Ain't no freshman playing quarterback over there at, at, at Arkansas. I gotta say, man, Hicks was just absolutely terrible. I mean, you you go fourteen for twenty nine, hundred and forty three mm-hmm. yards, twenty nine no attempts. So now you can muster up his rushing yard stats. <laughs> yeah, against Portland State. Listen, man, it's gonna be a long year for Arkansas, man. He continue to keep this up. Oh yeah, unless you know, uh, I forgot the coach's name. I got his face in my head, but uh, unless he unless he decides to, uh, uh, Chad Morris decides to make a change and put Nick Starkle in there, I think it was one of those. You know how we always talk about the uh, loyalty things, man. Ben Hicks <laughs> comes in, he follows his coach from right. SMU. He comes in, but. You know, everything that I've heard around that program says that Nick Starkle is the better quarterback of the two by far, and it's not even close. So it's one of those loyalty things. So you think man. that – so you think he, he just threw, threw him out there and let him hang himself? <laughs> you know, that's what we call it. <laughs> that's what we call it. He let him hang himself. Hicks, you going out there and hang? He knew you going out there and hang yourself? Stink. I want you to. He knew he was going to stink, <laughs> and you know, to keep from having to make the decision himself, he just let him go be him. 
You just go do what you do. Yeah. <laughs> and you won't go do. And then you come back and we're going to go over this film and you're going to read me your numbers. You're going to tell me your numbers. And tell me, should you be the starting quarterback? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, you know, some people would look at that as a coward way of, of handling the situation, but some, you know, some coaches don't want to have that conversation. <laughs> You know, with a guy that's been so loyal and he just doesn't have what it takes to lead your football team, you know, and, and, and you know, and, and and push him to success, man, and make progress in doing so. You know, so that's, that's one of those situations right. where, you know, Chad Morris is probably, you know, I'm going to just let him be him. I won't, I'm not going to have to tell him, you know, it's Portland State. <laughs> I'll just go, you know, send him out mm. there, let him do what he do, and, you know, let the numbers tell the story. So... So we'll right. see this week, you know, what will happen. You got a lot of good games going on, too. You know, the Auburn-Oregon game was a great game, man. A lot of, lot of, lot of great games great game. going on, man. A lot of, lot of good football being played. Wyoming, I told you. Wyoming. Wyoming put it on Missouri, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had, to, had, to, had to sit my guy Roundtree in that game. I knew something, you know, was 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 not, you know – Wyoming is just not a team you can just go in there and just run up and down the field on. I mean, the way they play football, they just don't let you do that. No. You know, we, me and you, we got a guy that's getting ready to play Wyoming. You know, we put them bad boys oh, on our means. beach. Nope. You're not getting in. Not this week. No. Well, man, let's 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 get into some injury news, man. You got a bunch of that stuff going around, man. You got BJ Emmons, man. Wow. Possible season ending foot or ankle injury. I've read a couple of accounts. One account says it's a broken foot, the other account says it's a broken ankle. Whatever it is, man, it it seems to be season ending or possible, possibly a season ending injury, man. What are you gonna do about this, man? You got this guy in a home league, and I know you was pretty excited about, you know, what he possibly could have been doing in that Lane Kiffin offense this, this, oh, this upcoming season. Uh, it hurt so bad, man. It hurt so I was I was excited about old B.J. Emmons, man. I, I, I thought he was going to have a um, pretty good year, you know. Um, now that he's uh, pretty much – I don't know if he's done for the year, but he's going to miss most of the season, right. I believe. So I can't stick around and uh, wait for that. So I think so. What would you do about the situation? What kind of advice would you give? Because you got Charles James Charles Charles James, whichever one. Oh, you got two first names, and then you have uh, two first names. Uh, the, the guy, the uh, freshman from, from Alabama, Alabama right. the third. Um, is it? Is it? How do you how do you say it? Is it McCammon or something like that? McCammon. Right, the third. You the third. got that guy. So are you are you are you scooping any one of those guys if you if you if you're giving advice? Larry um, Larry McCammon. I believe I mean, that's his name. Yeah, I mean, I think if you, I mean, if you're big on that at offense, which is a good offense to you know have. Um, a couple guys yeah. in it, um, quarterback, running back. I mean, they they put up some, you know, pretty much uh, high scoring offense. Um, I would I would say go snatch up 
you know, one of the other guys. I mean, if, if they are on the waiver yeah, wire, I would say so. Of course, if the guy's name is the guy name is Larry, he's got a run hole. His name is Larry. <laughs> his name is Larry in, in, in 2019. He's got a run hole. You name a kid Larry. Man, well, you got you got two first names. Yeah, you got to be able to yeah, run James, hard Charles, too. Charles, James. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Harold Graham, Graham Harold. You know, you you, you got to have something about Ooh, you. Man. JT Daniels, man, you've you've got this guy also. He's out for the season. Enter Keaton Slovis, the true freshman. He were pre- I believe he were, I believe he replaced <sighs> JT Daniels at halftime. I believe, and uh, he went six for eight, fifty-seven yards, and a pick. What do you think, man? Uh, first week, I lost two guys <laughs> already. Uh, JT Daniels, man, I was excited about him in that in that uh air raid offense. I thought he was going to increase his output this year. Uh, but um, freshman man, how do you say his name? Slovis. Slovis. Yeah. Slovis. Keaton Slovis. Uh, well, I mean, the coach is confident. That's what it sounds like. I mean, That's what he said. He thinks that he can, yeah, he thinks that he can, you know, pretty much handle the job. So we'll see. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but I think, I think USC probably took a hit with that because uh, right. lack of experience. So, they probably gonna they probably gonna stack the box and make him beat them. You know, defenses. That's what I, what right, I would do. Right. That's true. <laughs> well, he's definitely got some weapons around him with all those receivers. I think I misquoted a receiver's name last week. I think the guy's name was Drake London. I was talking about, but they got some guys, man. You know, they got the the, the big three that we all oh, yeah. that we already know about. Then they have the Drake London. He's like six four, six five. Then they had another guy. I think it's John Jackson or something like that. Another big body out there. Mike Epstein out for the season. I don't think anybody was really, you know, going after him. But, you know, uh, his his name is being – well, yeah. Stay his name is being brought up because Reggie Corbin now has a hip pointer. And so he may be out for some times. And right. so you got to look at Rayvon Bonner now who – Last year, right. you know, he 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 kind of flashed in like a game or two. So the guy has some potential. I don't like the schedule, but you know, right. is, is is Rayvon Bonner somebody you want to look at, like a spot start or somebody you need to put on a watch list or something? Keep an eye on him. Yes, uh, so then you got Jordan Whittington out four to six weeks. The talented freshman from. The mm. University of Texas, whom we do not like at all, but he had a lot of people. Yeah, excited there was about a lot him. of people excited, which is one of the reasons why we had Keontae Egram very, very low in our rankings, is because of this true freshman was breathing right. down his neck. You know, other than you know, other for other obvious reasons, uh, Sam Ellinger's uh, Heisman campaign, but. Whittington, uh, Whittington is out four to six weeks. You look at Ingram, he had 11 carries for 68 yards uh, and a touchdown last week. Uh, just 11 carries. Uh, you know, they stuck, I think, uh, former quarterback 
they stuck him back there too. They seem like they're just sticking guys back there, you know, giving guys, <laughs> giving guys carries. That's what it looks like. You know, uh, Devin Duvernay had a couple <laughs> carries back there. He's a wide receiver. But, um, you know, Keontae, Keontae Ingram, you know, uh, <laughs> last year, uh, I think he went over 100 yards maybe two, three times, only had three touchdowns the whole year. I was expecting – we were expecting more of the same this year from him. It looks like he may have to step up a little bit more with this freshman going down like this. Um and so next week, go ahead. I I I, I still don't see. Uh, oh, absolutely not, because Ellinger's going to dominate the ball. Yeah, so, exactly. No, I'm not. I'm not exactly. saying he's about to jump up in our top twenty-five. Oh, absolutely <clears throat> not. Not with only three touchdowns last year, and you got the same guy at quarterback coming back this year. Right. That's that's looking to eat even more because he's got a Heisman campaign he's trying to push. No, no, not at all. Right. So Jake Bentley, man, out at least six weeks. I mean, when you look at the game that he played against North mm. Carolina, which was shocking to me. I know they brought in uh, was Jay Bateman from Army, who had a great defense last year. They brought him in to uh, you know tighten up the defense of North Carolina. North Carolina stunk on defense last year. And so they look to be vastly improved this year as they, you know, they gave Jake Bentley fits. You know, the guy didn't look too good to begin yes, with. They did. You know, even, even just. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have been on my team. Well, I'll tell you that. We had a guy in our league, in our home league, had him in the game uh, and gave him 11 points. <laughs> and that's horrible. Looking at the way we score quarterback points, you get one point per every fifteen passing yes. yards, and the guy only managed eleven points. He was sixteen for thirty, sixteen out of thirty, hundred forty-two yards, <laughs> one touchdown, two picks. Uh, got sacked three times. He just didn't look good, man. Just didn't look good at all. Now he's out for at least six at weeks. All. In comes the talented freshman. Halinski, Ryan Halinski, man. I, 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 Halinski. I remember during the summertime when we were, yeah. you know, uh, salivating for college football. You were kind of exploring my man Ryan Halinski a little bit, man. I know he's talented. They're high on him. I don't think this will be that much of a drop off. Uh, actually, I think, think it'll the be better. opposite. From what Bent, from what Bentley showed me, you can't get no worse than that, man. You you you, you gotta. Be man, well, than that. yeah. <laughs> I mean, thirty attempts and all you can muster up, yeah. forty some yards. I mean, uh, you gotta be, you gotta be better. Well, you that. would want to be better than that. You know what I mean. You you you, yeah. you want to be better than that, but oh, you had Tulsa yeah. this past weekend just looking. Uh, so you know it always could be worse when you look mm. at what Michigan State did to them. Corey Sutton, of the, <laughs> the, the talented wide receiver for Appy State, is out again this week. We know he had the marijuana charge. He got caught got caught with the sticky, right? With the sticky icky. 
<laughs> he's out again. So you had Thomas Hennigan step up, man, with seven catches, seventy-nine yards, and a touchdown. What do you think about this, man? You gonna you gonna watch list this guy? I know not from your perspective or my perspective, because our perspective concerning wide receivers are completely different than what the majority would 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 you know would want to be interested in. So just from a majority's perspective, try to speak from yes. their perspective. Are you are you targeting this guy? Are you watch listening this guy? What do you I mean, what's going on? I would. I I definitely would. Um could be a uh pass the baton situation. I mean yeah, yeah. you know you never know what's gonna happen with uh, Corey Sutton, I mean, dude, come in the game and he's ready to take over, and you know he's he's on the field. That's true. Sutton ain't so. I mean, and he I, has I, seven I, catches, I so he, he's he's being looked for. He's he's getting targets, so and he's and he's yes. building rapport. Yes, with yes. Uh, Zach Thomas, and you got Eli Drinkwitz over there with that offense. Exactly. So you know it may be something to watch. Until Sutton gets back, uh, at least. Yes, sir. All right, man. Finally, with the news, man, your guy Puka Williams is back with no Puka. limitations. What does this mean for you? I see you've got him in your – don't yes. you got him in your – let me look. You got him in your lineup right now. Oh, he's, not, he's not in there yet. I'm trying to make – I'm trying to try, get try him to in there. I'm, I'm trying to find a spot for him. Yeah. I mean – he haven't played. I haven't, you know, seen him on the field in a while. Uh, so, but Coastal Carolina, playing Coastal Carolina. I want to, I want to get the guy in the game so bad. But, but Kansas just looked so bad yeah. last week. Well, you got a new, <laughs> so I got, I, I, you got I a new coach, man, brand new coach, uh, who's been out of the game for a while. His offensive style has to change. Right. So we don't know if that's the case yet. Mm-hmm. You know, they just, you know, they were one of those games where you were looking at, of course, Kansas is that bad. So you're really not surprised that they're struggling with who they're playing, little sisters of the poor. You know, you, you're just, just not surprised at seeing yes. that. And so they were kind of in a talk. But, you know. They start a, they did. They start a because that's, I, see, I was about to get to that. You got news. You got a new coach, you got a new system, got a new quarterback. And so you've got, you know, Kansas is just bad to begin with. Puka is the by far the best player on the team. By far. Yes. And they're playing Coastal Carolina, you know. Uh, I think he's chomping at the bit right now. You know what I mean? I think he, I think he right. can't wait to get out there. You know what I mean, and and finally, and finally, get down. Uh, so yeah, man. yeah. I, I I'm trying to find a way to get him in. I think I'm gonna throw him in there and uh, you know, and try my luck with him this this well, week. I mean, uh, I could take the risk this week. It's not a big game a for big me game this week. I can take the week. risk. <laughs> 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 not really. I'm gonna I'm wear this dude out. Let's go with our. Let's go with our start and sits, man. Start and sits. Last week we did uh, elite, excellent, and great. I think we're gonna stick with elite and excellent this week. We may throw in some more, 
But uh, we're going to stick with uh, a quarterback for quarterback, running back, and wide receiver for elite starts, elite fantasy matchups, and a quarterback, right. running back, wide receiver for excellent starts or excellent fantasy matchups. And then we'll do sits, and then we'll do PAPs, potential average performances for the same uh, positions. So I'll start it off, man. My elite matchup quarterback, Holton Ehlers, Eastern Carolina, mm-hmm. going against William and Mary. I think this is the game where Holton Ehlers is lights out from the word go. Struggled last week, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. which I understand completely. I put him on the bench. I played a guy in the other league, my my, my guy Kevin Brown, in our uh, CFFU Patreon League, and he kept Holton Ehlers in the game, and I was glad to see that. Mm-hmm. I did not say anything about it because I knew <laughs> he was going to struggle <laughs> against NC State. There's no way in the world you play him in that matchup. No way in the world you play him in that matchup. Um, but against mm-hmm. William & Mary – he should eat, and he should eat well. And I, I mean eat well. He should be full by the third yes. quarter. And I'm talking about running, passing, whatever. Doing, you know, just, just having his way, right. doing what he want to do. You know, in living color. Do what you want to do right. in living color. Go ahead, man. Who's your, who's your, who's your elite quarterback? <laughs> uh, my elite quarterback is going to be Cole McDonald mm-hmm. against Oregon State. Uh, freshman Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State tore Oregon State. Yes, he did. Up. So uh, I think Cole McDonald is going to pretty much do to Oregon State what he did to Arizona. Yeah, you got to get uh, that straight. The four picks. You got to get that part straight. <clears throat> you got to get that straight. <laughs> yeah, as long as it should be only one color this week that you throw the ball to. Not two. You don't want to share it that much. This is true. <laughs> this is true. This is true. All right, man, my running back, my elite matchup for my running back is going to be Patrick Taylor, man. I think Patrick Taylor, mm-hmm. running back from Memphis, I think he is going to light into mm-hmm. who's at Southern, I believe that is. I think it's going to be one of those, yeah, <laughs> Southern University. I think it's going to be one of those 12 carry, 183 touchdown games. That's what I think it's going to be. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You might be right. Oh, yeah. You might be right. I think uh, my elite running back, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Eno Benjamin. I, like I think uh, against <laughs> against Sacramento State, the guy that uh, had a bad not, – not so good of an outing last week. I think uh, – he he gonna eat a lot this week in you know, Sacramento State. He probably 
He might be ready to sit down at halftime with about so 203. He's old, so. he's, he's owed some we'll things. See. Huh? <laughs> He, yeah, they got to hey, owe it to him. You said you coach. You said yeah, I can get it thirty times a game. Feed me, feed me, Simo. Feed stay. me, Simo. Yeah, with him a little bit last week. <laughs> Freshman had to step up on Jaden Daniels. Yeah, Man, my him. elite wide receiver. I'm going with Cedric right. Bird and the Midnight Falcons. Hawaii versus Oregon State, mm, man. I don't think they'll be able to do up. anything with my man Cedric Bird. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to rip hide down the middle of the field all game long from the slot either side. It doesn't matter from the right or from the left. I think he'll come from the stands and catch a pass, mm-hmm. a touchdown pass. I think he'll be that wide open all night long. <laughs> Oregon State still hadn't done anything with their defense. Uh uh, I'm glad you picked right, Cole McDonald right. for your elite quarterback uh, matchup. I, I, I believe that that Cedric Bird. I don't. I don't look for him to have the game that he had in Week Zero. Although I would love that, but I think he. I think. Uh, I think he still gets mm-hmm. down. I think he still cuts loose real, real good, real good. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! My elite wide receiver. I think I'm gonna go with uh, KJ wow. Hamler against Buffalo. Okay. Uh, I think he, man, I, the guy is just athletic, man. He quick. Um, they, you know, Penn State got some weapons, man, and and I think Buffalo is gonna have to pay attention to all the running backs, man. They got back there, man, mm-hmm. in that backfield that's gonna share it. Keep it. <laughs> Ten times a piece, and so, <laughs> so Hamler gonna be wide open. Why? Oh, they looking at them running backs. Me, gonna like be it. wide I open. Like I, I think Hamler gonna. Uh, Man, uh, let's go ahead and start with Sad. these excellent fantasy matchups. Our quarterback D. Eric. Mm-hmm. King, man. Houston versus Prairie View A&M, man. King was slowed down last week. Mm. You knew it. I knew it. Everybody else who drafted him, put him in the game. You had him on the bench. Mm-hmm. I understood why. They're looking at OU's defense thinking yes. King should tear yes. them up. But we've been paying attention to the Sooners all, all season because that's our squad. That's who we rock with. That's who we roll with. And so right. – we could see, like you stated, that Grinch mean business, man. He he mean business, and those guys came out, and right. uh, Houston didn't know what to do in the first half. You know what I mean? You know they got all all of what he had. Uh, I'd say seventy percent of it was junk time. You know what I mean? Right, and I knew. I knew that uh, I knew King was going to get some. I mean, the dude, the guy is oh, just, absolutely, uh, man. He's one of the best athletes in the country. Player, I mean, uh, right, right, unique talent. So I mean, I knew it's going to be hard. It's no team going to shut him out. It's going to be hard for anybody to stop him. So, but I knew he was going to get something. I knew it wasn't going right. to be his normal, you know. Just, yeah, like I just, said last week, we're, we're, we're looking for know, the maximum. And you just didn't see that in that matchup. And I don't blame you. I didn't see it either. I didn't see uh, King's maximum uh, 
amount of fantasy value being 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 on display in that in that game. I thought that it was going to be slowed down considerably. Uh, he actually got more than I thought that he would get. Like I said, about 65, 70% of that was trash time. So, yeah. Derek King, Houston versus Prairie View, A&M, lights out. <laughs> I like it. Um, my excellent quarterback. I think I'm gonna roll with uh oh, Tate at that against one. Northern Arizona. I think that uh, you know, Khalil Tate took that loss last week. Personally, I think he's gonna want to bounce back strong, and uh, I think he's gonna have at least about you know four or five touchdowns. I believe it, man. I'm just glad I'm not playing him. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look and see if I'm if who I'm playing in the uh, CFFU Patreon league. Uh, hopefully, it's not Khalil Tate because <laughs> I think you know, I did. Way, I gave did it you, to Kevin Brown. He, he actually made it closer than what it should have been. Actually, I had some things that kind of made me mad. Oh, okay. You know, as far as as far as my guys, man, I had uh, Shane Bouchelle <laughs> in there doing what he did. I think I think the whole uh, Sonny Dykes or mm. crap messed with you know you know sometimes that messes with those guys' heads, man. You know what I mean? Because they don't know if I mess up, am I going to get pulled? And right. so they don't they don't play with a you know clear conscience. Their focus is you know they're they're, they're not focused. You know they're kind of cloudy. And so all that or or crap, right? Man, you know so right. Yeah. That whole deal is messed up. All right, man, my uh, excellent running back. I'm going with Jamar Jefferson against Hawaii. I think he's going to do what J.J. Taylor could have done. Nice. I think he's going to rip Hawaii a new one in the the run game. I think they'll use that to try to control the clock, to try to keep Hawaii's high-powered run-and-shoot offense from, you know, running and shooting all over the place. They could try to tame them with that run game and it's and, mm-hmm. and which is which is very capable with Jamar Jefferson. As talented as he is, you know, I know you got Pierce back there, but clearly mm-hmm. Jamar's the guy. So I look for him in this excellent fantasy matchup to 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 put up some big numbers. I like it. I like it. Good pick. Um, my excellent running back is going to be uh, oh, wow. Caleb Huntley Uh-oh. from uh, Ball State versus Forehand. Uh, what he did last, yes, what he did last week to Indiana. I mean, I mean the numbers aren't just like eye blowing. I mean, twenty two carries for eighty one yards and a touchdown. Um, but that's 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 uh, some good stats considering who they played. Um, now you look at this Sporthound matchup. I say them if he got twenty two carries in this this game, should be at least mm, hundred and fifty and two. Big bruiser. So big two hundred and thirty five pound yes. bruiser. Who big bruiser? I may regret that I dropped him. <laughs> mm. 
just my <laughs> just my my, <laughs> my excellent wide receiver, my excellent <laughs> fantasy wide receiver matchup. I'm going with your guy, Warren Jackson, Colorado State. I think he eats well against Western mm-hmm. Illinois. I think he torches those guys. I think you're going to see the rapport and the chemistry that he mm-hmm. has with Colin Hill. I think you're going to see that on display in this game. So I'm looking for, you know, Warren Jackson to to, right. to shine and shine bright this week against Western Illinois. I like it. <laughs> My excellent wide receiver is going to be mm-hmm. Marquez Stevenson from Houston I like, versus I like Prairie it. View A&M. Oh, that that King Stevenson connection really didn't get uh, fed like they they wanted to last week. So uh, they got some making up to do, and I think they're gonna just tear Prairie View A and M to pieces. So uh, Stevenson, uh, Stevenson, uh, don't eat nothing before you go play the game because uh, you're gonna be uh, <laughs> fed plenty. <Wow. laughs> I heard that, man. I heard mm-hmm. that, man. We could actually, man. We could, we could keep going. There's a lot of matchups, <laughs> man, on the slate. We could actually give a whole bunch, but for time's sake, we're gonna kind of take our hands off of that right now. We're gonna hit some sits. Yes. One, one quarterback, one running back, running back, one wide Woo. receiver, man. Go ahead and start. Oh, man. I think mm-hmm. uh, my quarterback that I'm sitting this Uh-oh. week, Austin Kendall against Missouri. Listen, Kendall, man. Listen, man. what you did last week, uh, uh, it just don't look like you come from OU. <laughs> I mean, oh, you produce uh, uh, Heisman Trophy quarterbacks. You was over there, but uh, the numbers you put up, <laughs> I, I, just, I, don't, I don't see how well, you, he's got some you different kind of weapons, Oklahoma different caliber University. of weapons <laughs> over there in Norman than he has uh, at Morgantown, West Virginia. He's got some different kind of weapons, man. Different circumstances out there. <laughs> I, I, I understand yeah, but that, but you playing James Madison, and 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 you throwing the ball forty two times. Here's the thing, Owens. I wrote a piece for CFFU about streaming defenses, and mm-hmm. in one of those pieces, in in one of those uh, mm-hmm. uh, in, in the piece, one of the matchups that I talked about was West Virginia and James Madison. James Madison is no pushover. Mm-hmm. I told people to stay away from that game. <laughs> okay. Don't go pick up West Virginia thinking that they're going to, you know, shut James Madison <laughs> down. And I, don't go starting guys in that game from West Virginia. Either James Madison is a national power on their level. <laughs> you, know, you know, they have a new head coach this year because their previous head coach mm-hmm. who had a lot mm-hmm. of success with them is over there at ECU now. But, they have those same guys. And so 
you know, that's that's just not a game that you play with. So I would give Kendall a pass in this game, man, because James Madison is no joke, man. James Madison's for real. When you James Madison is like Appy State, man. When you play those guys, you, you I mean you've I mean you've got to play those guys. You know what I mean? So that's what that's what that's what James Madison is. But Okay. Mm-hmm. But I understand what you're saying. <laughs> okay, not not but okay, well, now okay, James okay. Madison. Since, since game. She's gonna give him a pass. Uh yeah, not the Missouri game. You wanna yeah, you saying for that sit game. him for yeah. that game, I'm not gonna disagree. So Okay, so so is, is James is James Madison? Uh, I think Missouri I think it's more level. to it than that sometimes Defense. because it's it's style of play, and I think it's expectation. Sometimes those smaller schools they come in and right. hit you in the mouth, and you spend three quarters trying to gather yourself. <laughs> next thing you know, yeah. Next thing you know, you're in a dog fight, and these guys Stone. got momentum. You know what I mean? These guys are crunk. These guys are believing, and that's one thing that you don't want is a team that is significantly uh, inferior as far as talent, as far as skill, as far as experience, and all of that. Inferior to you thinking that they, you know, believing that they can hang with you. Belief is a strong, strong characteristic, man. Believing is a strong right. characteristic, and so I think I think it's a oh, different yeah. situation. Just, I mean, you saw what happened to Missouri last week. They went up there to Wyoming with that thin air and got oh, hit yeah. in the mouth, oh, yeah. and it took them too long to try to get their act together. <laughs> and before you know it, the game was over. So that was that was possibly the situation with James Madison right. in West Virginia, but West Virginia pulled it out. But I think I think I think they'll have a renewed focus this week. But I but I'm not going to disagree with you for sitting him against Missouri. Not going to disagree with that at all. My sit right. is Nathan Rourke versus versus Pitt. My mm. own guy. I sat him down last week because Your I own guy, huh? I just didn't like the way he felt to me coming out of camp. I told you he was in camp throwing picks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you in camp throwing picks and, and Frank Stolich, you know, the coach is mad because, you know, you look like trash and <laughs> and all of that. I You know, I sat him down and he had a decent game against that little, you know, team that he played got a decent game but Pitt I think Pitt's probably gonna rough him up a little bit and, <laughs> and I just don't I just don't want to take that risk of you know rolling him out there and him oh yeah bringing me you know 15 fantasy points can't have that no sir no sir that's horrible that's horrible um my sit when it comes to running backs, it's going to be one of my own guys. Oh, I like it. Salvin Ahmed against California. You got to sit down, buddy. I, uh, I'm i not going to take that chance. You give me three point, three fantasy points. You know, <laughs> at, the end of the, at the end of the night, I can't have it. You know, 
Man. <laughs> Me watching that game hoping you break one because you bottled up the whole time. He got 30 carries for 150 yards. His <laughs> loan was 80 yards. <laughs> that mean he had 29 <laughs> carries for 70 yards. Loan was 80. <laughs> Man. Yeah, them kind of games will make you pull your hair out. You be over there stressed Wait, out. Wait, on the break one so he can be relevant. the other players. You looking at him. Just so he can be relevant. I got, Wait, I, don't I, him I, the break I, one. I got you. Kyle's yes. stingy anyway, man. Kyle's <laughs> stingy. Um, my running back, yes, man. Sir. I'm going to sit Benny LeMay against Appy State. We just talked about Appy mm, State now. Mm. They can be a little feisty and stingy, mm-hmm. and they have been year in, year out, man. They're – they're one of those teams where when you look on your player schedule, if you got players in the Sun Belt, uh, whatever, you know, and they have Appy State on the schedule or even in the non-conference, you're thinking, nah, I'm going to set that guy in this game. You know, no, not, mm-hmm. not, not against yeah. Appy State, no, man. Appy State, they play week. great defense. <laughs> They're very sound. They're very disciplined. They don't beat themselves, and they just don't let you run wild. They just don't let you get, you know, get buck. You just ain't going in there and, and just going to get crunk. They're not going to let you do that. Right. And so I'm sitting Benny LeMay, man. I think Benny LeMay is going to struggle against Appy State. That's a good pick. Good pick. Uh, my wide receiver that's going to sit down this week. Sean Riley, <laughs> Syracuse against, against Maryland. Listen, the Tommy DeVito lovers out there, man, y'all going to have to uh, send him back to that waiver wire. The performance he put up last week against Liberty, uh, you go 17 mm-hmm. for 35, 176 mm-hmm. yards, mm. 176 yards and mm. 35 attempts. I had him in the game against Zero Kevin. touchdowns. In the CFSU league. Yeah. I, I, mm, that's just, that's just, you know, and, 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 and Sean Riley, you got three catches for 26 yards and we talking about against Liberty. Listen, you, you're getting ready to face Maryland who, uh, who just put up a good defensive performance last week. And so I like uh, it, man. my wide receiver sit. It's going to shock some people, but I'm saying it anyway. KJ Hill, Ohio State, playing mm. Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a better defensive team than people give them credit for. They think yes, uh, G5, uh, I think they're yes, they uh, AAC. I think and points are plenty, and that no Cincinnati plays great defense, and I think they're going to put a little damper on Mister KJ mm-hmm. Hill's game. And uh, if I had him, which I don't, I would sit him in this game. I would sit. Him. I think that wraps up the start and sit. I would too. Let me move on oh, to yeah. PAP potential average performance. My quarterback, potential mm. average performance. And this is not a homer thing. This is not a hater thing. This is just a college fantasy football thing coming from experience and seeing a lot of college football, studied a lot of stats. Sam Ellinger, 
Texas versus mm-hmm. LSU. I think LSU mm-hmm. has the they have the 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 athletes, man. They have the speed, the athleticism, the size, the muscle. I know, I know, I know. is a big dude, man. He wants to yes. run people over. Yes, those guys are used to that stuff. They're, uh, you know, they don't play in the Big Twelve, so you're not gonna, you're not gonna finesse them. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not used to the finesse style of play. Nope. And so, you know, LSU's gonna bring the wood, and I think they're gonna give Ellinger plenty of problems. And I, and I anticipate, yes. and anticipate. An average performance from Mr. Ellinger. It's not bad. Not bad. You know, I got a shock on myself. Uh, a lot of people, this guy got down. He lit it up last week. But, uh, you know, college football is not about uh, yes, it too is. much of the player. You know, a lot of it is about matchups. So, uh, uh-oh. My PAP quarterback. I like Jacob that. Eason. Washington against Cal. Yes. Now, you know, this Cal defense is for real. You know, I mean, people going to they're going to have to pay attention to that Cal defense. And if I were I that, a uh, Eason yes. owner, uh, he on my beach. So, um, you know, that's a potential uh, – Average performance. Uh, he might, you know, that, do something. But I my running back, just... man, I'm going to go with your guy. You have him in the game right now. You had him on the bench last week. You like what he did against a a more athletic team, uh, a team that was picked to win the game. You got him in the game right now. But if I had him, I would sit him down. Robert Mahone. I think mm. Marshall is going to give him fits. Mm-hmm. Marshall mm-hmm. is probably the best defense in that conference that they play in. I think it's the Sun Belt Conference. They've got great linebackers. They've mm-hmm. got a uh, a good defensive line. Mm-hmm. I think they control Mr. Mahone for the majority of the day. And I see a mm-hmm. potential average performance coming out of him. <laughs> coming out of him. <laughs> whenever they play Saturday or whatever, whenever they play, I think I think I think Marshall's gonna I think Marshall's gonna pour some salt on his game. Yeah, they're gonna make it salty. They're gonna make it nasty for mm. your boy. So yeah, I'm picking I'm picking I'm picking Marshall to mess with him a bit. Friday they play Friday, so yeah. Hmm. Okay, okay. Um, my PAP wide receiver. Um, mm. one of the best wide receivers mm. in, the, in, the, in the in the nation. Um, you know, the guy uh, was expected to uh, really put on a show last week. Uh-oh. Uh you're not gonna like it because it's your guy. Well, I hear you. Uh Lavisca. So no, uh he played Nebraska this week. Um and black shirts uh defense seem like it's just for real. So uh gotcha. that is a potential 
average gotcha. performance. I got gotcha. you. They're gonna be well, key. I think they're gonna be key. Don't get but two wide, two, two wide receivers <laughs> <laughs> in our league. Man, my PAP wide receiver, man. I think Rico Busey, Rico Bussy, however you say his name, Bussy Busey. Junior from North Texas. I think SMU is going to uh, give him some problems. I think they're going to mess with him a little. I think they're going to muddy up this game and make it ugly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see Rico Bussy. Teach me how to mm-hmm. bussy. Teach me how to bussy. I could see Rico Bussy having a, a very, very average performance in this game against Southern Methodist University. I think the Methodist boys – it's gonna mess with him a little bit. It's gonna be a Methodist mm-hmm. mess out there. <laughs> That's what. All right, man. Let's move right along to waiver wire guys. We're doing a lot better than we did last week with time. Waiver wire guys, man. Who are you targeting, man? Give me. Oh yeah. Give me, give me, give me a quarterback, man. Give me a quarterback. Who are you targeting? Uh. Hey, like listen, it. man. John Wazink, Western Michigan. Uh-oh. The guy is only 8% owned. Uh, he didn't do nothing but go uh, man, 20 that's for 25, 368 yards, five touchdowns. Like <laughs> I'm going to go with Logan Bonner, man, Arkansas State. 2% owned. <laughs> that means 98% of leagues nice. – Fan, uh, fan tracks leagues, college fan, college fantasy football leagues do not own this guy. 98%. 32 of 50, 324 yards, four touchdowns, and a pick mm. against SMU. He threw that ball 50 times, man. You got to get this guy into your lineup, man. Give me another quarterback, Owens. Mm. I'm, I'm uh, I'm going to go with Elijah Sindelar. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. From Purdue. Uh, he's only 10% owned. And uh, he didn't do nothing to go for 34 out of 52. I like it, man. You want that guy because he's got the best wide receiver in the country. Touchdowns. He's throwing it to Rondell Moore, the most electric player in the country. So, you know, it ain't a bad idea to have the guy right. that's throwing him the ball because he's always going to make you look good. He is King Yak, no doubt. All right, Owens, man, give me your second. Give me your second running back. Second wave of wide running back is uh, Trayvon Hughes from UTEP. Uh oh, the senior. Senior guy, zero percent owned. (laughs) He had twenty three carries, one hundred and forty four yards, and two touchdowns. I think I like it. Pretty good pickup off the waiver wire this week. I like it. I don't think I gave Gage Walker's stats. He had 19 carries, 152 yards, and two touchdowns against Central Arkansas. But what a debut for a guy. Like I said, first carry, 68 yards to the house. My second running back that I would be targeting off the waivers would be Charles Williams from UNLV. Mm-hmm. 15 carries, 143 yards, and three touchdowns against Southern Utah. Mm -hmm. You say, well, that's a cupcake. Well, that's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to roll the cupcake. He's supposed to, you know, slap around the little sisters of the poor. Mm -hmm. 
right. these popcorn states of the world. It's supposed to knock them around. So Charles Williams, 15 carries, 143 and three. I like it. Let's hit a, wide, a couple wide receivers. Uh, my way of wide, wide receiver, uh, Brendan Ayuk from Arizona State, 17% owned. He only had four receptions, but he had 140 yards and a touchdown. Hmm. He did. He had that long one. Yes, remember. Mm-hmm. Charles Williams was 11% owned, by the way. I'm trying to eat a little bit and pay attention to the, you know, everything else. Right. My wide receiver, man, Omar Bayless. Mm-hmm. I just wrote a little bit about him for uh, Waiver Wire for CFFU, which will be coming out probably tomorrow, third uh, of September. Omar Bayless, Arkansas State, three percent owned, ten catches, mm. one hundred thirty-two yards. Mm-hmm. Four of those ten catches were touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Against SMU. Right. Now, I understand that Kirk Merritt is the guy. But Logan Bonner threw that ball 50 times. (laughs) So, there should be plenty of food for the both of them to eat and get full off of. So, Omar Bayless, man, 10 catches, 132 and four. Go ahead. Give me another one. All right. Um, I'm looking at. I got a Tyrese Ritchie from Northern Illinois. Yeah. Zero percent owned. He had three catches for 102 yards and two touchdowns. All right. All right. I like it. Man, I'm going to go with the big guy, Sage Surratt. Man, mm-hmm. big 6'3 guy from Wake Forest, 38% on. Nice. Seven catches. I love the targets. Seven catches, 158 yards and a touchdown against Utah State. Broke a long one, man. He's, he, he needs a little bit more speed, but he's a big body. Right. You know, he had a long of 70 yards, but he got kind of caught from the back. It got, you know, tapped him on his heel. <laughs> <laughs> Got him before he got into the end zone. If he'd have high-stepped, he probably would have got on in there, man. But, uh, <laughs> hey, I like the target. Seven catches, 158 yards, and a touchdown. Right. And those are our waiver wire guys for this week. Let's look at some watch list guys, man. I'm going to give you my quarterback, man, Michael Penix Jr. from Indiana, man. I'm putting this guy on my watch list. He's a freshman. Mm-hmm. He was 24 of 40 for 326. The reason why I'm putting him on my watch list is because I need to watch him a little bit more, man. He had one touchdown and two picks against Ball State. Mm-hmm. He also ran the ball seven times for 67 yards, so he's a bit of a mover and a shaker. Right. like that about him. But if he can get those turnovers under control, I think he can move from watch list to waiver wire, man. The guy has potential. He's a freshman. He beat out, you know, guys like Patrick Ramsey and Jack Tuttle. Right. You know, guys that are somewhat proven. We know Patrick Ramsey is proven. You know, he just got dropped today in our league. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here. But, yeah, I'm I'm adding Michael Penix Jr. to my watch list, man. Go ahead. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm going to add Matthew McKay from NC State. To my watch list. Like 
Guy went for 25 for 37, 308 yards and a touchdown. He also had six carries for 35 yards and two touchdowns. So, um, look like he's a bit of a goal line hogger. So he'll uh, mm. he'll steal some of those uh, touchdowns from the running backs, um, and, and look like he's got a good pass completion percentage as well. So um, keep my eye on the guy and see what uh, what he continues to put up. I like it, man. My running back, I'm going with Trey Barnett, Georgia State. 21 carries, 95 yards, and a touchdown. Not eye-popping, not anything to write home about, but it was against Tennessee. You look at Georgia State, they're a G5 school going into Tennessee. Rocky top, 100-plus thousand people, man, on the checkered end zone and everything. (laughs) And to knock Tennessee off and him being a vital part of that feat – 21 carries, man. I like the volume. I like the workload. 95 yards and a touchdown. Man, I'm putting Trey Barnett on my watch list. I like it. Uh, running back, I'm putting on my watch list is Isaiah Pacheco from Rutgers. The guy had 20 carries, 156 yards, and four touchdowns against UMass. That's incredible. That's incredible, man. Yeah. Uh, reason why I'm watching him uh, – Got a better quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. McClay McCar- uh, what's his name? Uh, McClain Carter coming from uh, Texas Tech. Right. Um, his schedule is good. Gets, gets tough. Um, so I'm going to keep my eye on him and see what he can produce against a uh, better quality defense. If he continue to do what he did this past weekend, he's going to have to come to Papa. Uh-oh. Come to papa. Come to papa. I like it, man. My wide receiver, I'm going with Tabiri Hines, man. NC State wide receiver by way of Oregon, by way of, I believe it was Wake Forest. He was there first. So he's a little bit of a hopper. He (laughs) moved around a little bit. But I think he's found himself a home over there with old Dave Doran and the aforementioned Matt McKay, my Matt McKay that was mentioned by you. Mm-hmm. So, Tabiri Hines, man, four catches, 74 yards, and a touchdown against ECU. Uh, he also had a carry for 34 yards, so he looks to be, you know, one of those Swiss Army type guys. Maybe they'll get him involved in the offense in various different ways. He's a little, you know, slot guy, a little scat back type wide receiver. So, you know, they can use him in multiplicity of ways. Um. I'm keeping my eye on Tabiri Hines, man, out of NC State. All right, all right, nice. Uh, my wide receiver I'm going to go with is um, Jason Pirtle, North Texas. Uh, mm. Opposite of old Bussy. <laughs> go Bussy. Uh, four catches for 88 yards and three touchdowns. So he had three of the four touchdowns that Mason Fine had. So uh, I'm going to keep my eye on the guy and see if he can continue to put up touchdowns. I like it. That's good. That's it for our watch list segment. We're going to move right into what is becoming one of my favorite segments of the podcast. Mm -hmm. I wish. (laughs) I wish. Owens, you're going to kick us off with I wish as you – 
always do. So let's get into it. Man, I wish, I wish Dave Dorian, NC State coach, <laughs> would just go ahead and decide if you're going to run the ball with your starting running back, give the guy more than five carries in a game. Mm. If you got a co-starter, he should get more than nine carries. In a game, which are you gonna run the ball or not? <laughs> five carries, like no running back is gonna do anything with five carries. <laughs> so get it together, Dave Dory, NC State coach. I wish you would get it together. I like it, man. I wish, I wish that Scott Frost. <laughs> would take a page out of Lincoln Riley's book on the expectations of a Heisman contender. <laughs> Not a real book. Not a real book, but you get the point. Stop with the vanilla offense, man. <laughs> Your quarterback is a Heisman contender. Right. I know you might say, well, I don't care. I'm just trying to win games. But here's the reality of the matter. Scott Frosty, Frosty the Snowman. Yes. If he's successful, then your entire team is more than likely successful. Stop playing games with the dude, man. Hey, man, do that dude right. Get that dude in the game, man. He touched the ball on every single play, man. There's no way he should have zero touchdowns and one pick against South Alabama. Scott Frost, man, come on now. Right. I wish San Diego State quarterback Ryan Agnew but get it together. Look here, guy. You cannot go 16 for 30 for 108 yards. Zero touchdowns. Nine rushes for 13 yards against Weber State. Y'all won six to zero. And you got one of the best running backs in the country that you get to hand the ball off to. He's going to need some help. Uh, if you you a senior now, you've been doing this for years and years and years. You got experience. There's no way. There's no reason you should be going six for thirteen for 108 yards against Weaver State. And because you did that, you stunk it up. <laughs> they shut Washington down. One of the best running backs in the country. They shut him down too. So mm-hmm. I need you to get it together, Ryan Agnew. Get it together. I wish man, we could get it together. Man, I know we ran out of the music. I'm going to have to fix that. But I don't care. I'm still talking. I wish. I wish. BYU. <laughs> Tyson Williams averaged 6.4 yards per carry mm-hmm. against Utah. One of the best defenses in the country. One of the best D-lines in the country. Mm-hmm. Get that dude the ball. I understand he had the fumble. But if you're going to keep him in, use him. <laughs> Kalani Sataki, whatever the name is, man. Hey, get a dude to football, man. 6.4 yards per carry. 
Come on, man. Seven carries or whatever it was, just it's, I mean, that's 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 not enough to sustain any type of flow. Nope. Come on, man. <laughs> I like it. And would you got another one? I don't have another one. I, I just did. I do. I got another one. <laughs> I wish Dave Clawson, man, step into my office. Step into my <laughs> office. Dave, let me talk to you, Dave. Can you please stop running that option read where Newman has his back completely turned <laughs> away from his throwing hand where he cannot see? If they would run a corner blitz, he would not see it coming. Mm. Every time I've seen that play this past weekend against Utah State, I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's going to get blew up. I know the dude is big, 6'3", 6'4", 230. But my goodness, man, don't expose the dude like that. Dude is wide open. The play didn't even work to begin with, and he kept doing it. Gonna get him he kept nailed. It. Got him nailed, man. Yeah, he's gonna get him nailed. Gonna get him nailed. <laughs> Dave Doran, man, cut it, man. Cut that crap out. <laughs> All right, that does it for the I Wish segment. One of my favorite segments of the podcast. Let's get into some home league info, man. Let's go ahead and give everybody a quick rundown. All of our Guys that are listening, quick rundown, man. I see the the stats have already already went through on fan tracks. Okay. I am one and oh, you are one and oh. Joshua is one and oh. Chad, aka Al Icky Bundy, is one and oh, and Akita Dogs are one and oh. Right. Um, the game of the week. The game of the week mm. would be Chad and Akita Dogs. Both are one and oh. We wanted to get both of them on so they can kind of bark at each other a little bit, but we didn't get a response. But okay, whatever. Right. Anyways, but that's what's going on in the home league info right now. Game of the week, AIB Akita Dogs. Stay tuned for that. Uh I'm uh I think I think I was going to pick Akita Dog in this matchup. You got Akita Dog in the matchup. I got I have Akita Dog in this matchup, man, because I think he has better matchups. He has two of playing against New Mexico State. He put Cade Carney in the game against Rice. You know, Cade Carney is just a bowling ball. Kylan Hill against Southern Miss. Mm-hmm. Jerry Judy, he's got that quarterback wide receiver connection. Tyler Vaughn's against Stanford. That's pretty decent. Right. We'll see with the rookie or uh, with the uh, freshman in there, Keaton Slovis. We'll see what he looks like. Rondell Moore is an absolute monster. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he's gonna rip Vandy a new one. Justin Ross, he should wake up from what he did that or what he didn't, he do, didn't do last, last week. week. <laughs> And then he's got Andre Bacallian. I don't understand this move at all nope. against Kyle. Jalen Waddle, I like it. I like it. Justin Fields, I think he's going to be slowed down this week against Cincinnati, but that's what he has in the game. Uh, you want to give a rundown of Chad's? Well, Chad, Sorry. Jordan Love against Stony Brook. Now, uh, Love, should he, should he should get something there. Like I said, you know, Benjamin, he's going to tear Sacramento State up. Uh, Kennedy McCoy against Missouri. Uh, He'll get a little bit. Um, KJ Hill versus Cincinnati, they're going to mess with him. Uh, yeah, PAP. Yeah, PAP. Uh, Tyler Johnson against Fresno State. Mm, nope, I don't like it. Uh, Kennedy Brooks get him a little bit. Mm, he got some making up to do from last week. 
Yeah, you do. Uh, around, South Dakota. Yes. In South Dakota, Roundtree against West Virginia, he'll get some. Uh, Joe Bright, Stony River, he'll get some. Uh, Sergeant, Kai Sergeant against Rutgers, he'll get him some. Austin, <laughs> Austin Kendall, no. I got him. I got him sitting down against Missouri. <laughs> uh, no, that is it, man. No, break it down. Yeah, them, them, I like it. The matchups. Yeah, I gotta agree with you. I think Akita Dogs win this one. I, I think Akita Dog is gonna move to two and zero. Oh. I think uh, uh, Chad is gonna go to zero and one. We said we've already said that he's got one of the worst. He's got the hardest schedule uh, in the in the whole league. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way it's set up, he he doesn't really get a break, so he doesn't really have time to feel for a roster. He doesn't have time to be trying guys out, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. <laughs> he's he's got to be on point from here on out for about six weeks straight. Uh, maybe not six weeks, maybe five weeks straight. He's got it. He's just got it hard. Yes. So it's good he started off with a win to kind of get it, you know what I mean, get his feet wet because I think he's about to go on a nice little ride. He might go these next five weeks. He might go 0-5. Uh, he might go – he might be 1-5 coming up on week six <laughs> or week seven. Coming up on week seven. So we'll see. Yeah. But anyways, man, shout out to everybody. Thank everybody for listening to our first episode. Thank yes, everybody for listening it. to this one. We thank you in advance, man. Thank you, everybody that's liking or not liking. I keep thinking it's Facebook. Uh, following. Following yes. us on Twitter. Again, the Twitter handle is at CFF Nation. Yes. That is Sooner Sport, uh, Sooner Nation CFF, Sooner Nation CFF. The CFF is for college fantasy football at CFF. Nation, if you want to hit us up on email, sooner.nation at yahoo.com. If you have any questions about college football or college fantasy football, hit us up. We'll be happy to uh, interact with you. Uh, hit us up on uh, Twitter, you know, at CFF Nation. Again, if questions, comments, whatever. Thank everybody for the positivity. Uh, with that being said, Owens, man, what you got? Uh, you said a handful. You said it all. We appreciate your support, and uh, good luck in the uh, college football fantasy world. All right. We out.